Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whichever it is for you, here's the morning scramble with Claire and Eric, a Z102.9 podcast. Enjoy. Were you saying Friday? Friday. Yeah. It's like a little bit better even than just a regular Friday. It's Friday. You say Friday, I think of Fro Yo. And now I want ice cream. No, ice cream. I don't want yogurt. I want ice cream. No, I want a, you say Friday, I want a Sunday. <laughs> from it's Friday to I want ice cream. That wasn't too far though. You think it was a long journey. It was around the corner. It was just <laughs> right there all along. Most days. Maybe it's because uh, Northeast Side soft serve ice cream store is open. It opened what? on Wednesday. What? We haven't been there yet. What? Yeah, Parlor City, man. Oh my goodness. I love that signs of spring right there. There was a one second decision to be made last night. We were coming back. So a friend of ours had a retirement party. We uh-huh. went to that. Like, oh, we're out. We'll go grab dinner. I'm turning the corner. I see the line of cars and we opt not to go. <sighs> so but I haven't had it yet. Seasonally speaking, it's like, you know, the daffodils are springing up and uh, ice cream shops are opening up. So All spring which, cannot be far. By the way, on this Rabbit Rabbit Friday, first day of March, seems wrong. Yeah. We're about three weeks too early for all of this, right? Isn't it? At least two. I feel like we're due for another snow something. Who was I? I don't want it. Having lunch with my buddy Chuck. Yeah. Chuck lives in the agriculture world. Yeah. What's he say? He says a friend of his who raises cattle says there's still a snow coming because they haven't shed their winter coat yet. Oh. That's the word at the farmer's coffee table. Cows that's, sleaze. That's cow sleaze. That's good stuff right there. That's bovine weather prediction. They haven't shed their winter they coats. They haven't shed their winter coats. Now, they better. It's going to be 76 <laughs> on Sunday. Those hey, poor uh, cows. Hey, cows. <laughs> Maybe they're just waiting for the warmer day. We'll get you some blankets. It's like when my mom used to make me wear pants until it was 70. I was like, Moms know and so cows know. Hot. Yes. I got so hot at recess. The day we didn't have hail, we had the... Golit, what was that called? Gold, the bubble fell from the sky. Yes, we had snow rice. Yeah, my Roland knew about a half hour before it was coming. He hid under the covers. Dog or animals just have that. Animals do know sense before we know. Yes, so maybe the cows are right. Cows are still wearing their coats. The cows know. I would love for the cows to look like fools, but I don't (laughs) think that's going to happen. Every other day, though, they kind of do look like fools. Well, They're not very smart. <laughs> they have yet to figure out when you... Says you! They're still wearing their winter yeah. coat. They also follow the other cow into that truck to go to the special playground, That's and true. then you and I get steak. They That's haven't figured that out. They're not that true. smart. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. No, they're just pacifists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can, okay. Eat, you can eat me. <laughs> you can eat me. I'm not Fun. putting up a struggle. Hey, do you well, notice I'm still wearing my winter coat? Turns out I'm delicious. I'm good. Mm. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Is it? It's terrible, but it's true. It's fun silliness on a Friday. <laughs> Friday. Friday. Where we're getting Sunday ice cream. Yay! We're back again. <laughs> Full circle there. And this is just a stupid question to throw out there. Something to think about. I thought following our discussion of the rock, fighting and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fun fun what would happen okay what is, okay who would win a fight between a 70 year old and a 13 year old oh 
Ah. <laughs> it's just a hypothetical situation. They have a poll. They ask people, what do you think? Who you got? Well, between you and me and a couple 13-year-olds playing pickleball, it's clearly a 13-year-old. I know. 13-year-old oh, all day, every day. And in fact, 70 most- versus 13. Most people said, 65% of people said the 13-year-old is going to I'm going to say the 70-year-old, he has wisdom. But the 70-year-old, like, nowadays, like, a 70-year-old could be... It's still very fit. Yes. Right? An avid pickleball player. A 70-year-old could probably beat us. I would agree. And kids are pretty sloth-like and lethargic. This 13-year-old, in my world, doesn't have a lot of stamina. Mm. If it was a video game, money's on 13. This kid lives on the couch... The fight. Let's put the fight outside. The kid doesn't know what it's like to so go wait, outdoors. So you're changing your response. I'm 100 percent out on the 70. Now you're 70. Okay. Yeah, the 70 year old guy has seen some stuff. He's also he's smarter. He's he a, can out. He could be an army vet. He could out with the 13 year old. Yes. If he's 70, <laughs> out he probably served. <laughs> he may have been on Survivor. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. 70 year old. <laughs> 70 year old. All day, every day. Final answer. Oh, well, also, because I'm, I'm going to p- actually make them do a cage match, but it's just a. Hey, who do you think would win? I'm closer to that number than the other number, so I got to go higher than low. I would like to see this. I would, I, I would pay-per-view that. <laughs> Lay it all out there. Brace yourself. What's on your mind? It's mind-blowing, isn't it? Time for some brain show and tell. What's on your mind? I'm still reeling in yesterday. Um, I had a very busy day. We had a floating holiday yesterday. We did. And you packed it full of, you made it a busier day than a regular work day I would be. I think as an athlete today, I probably should have taken it a little bit easier yesterday. You totally, yeah. They always do like just shoulder pad practice the day before yeah. the big game. What'd you have going on yesterday? Oh gosh, I went and did that oil change I didn't want to do and got the brakes flushed or something. Okay. <laughs> Whatever they recommended. Um, and then I had, uh, I did have a massage, so that's good. That's good. Should be loosened up, limber, mm-hmm. ready to go. But I did every single parent-teacher conference in one day. Whoa. And I had to do multiple for Audrey. It was it was a whole thing. So um, I'm, I'm there and I'm doing all the meeting and meeting and meeting. And I kind of set them up 15 minutes apart, which is tough, especially when... Some are at different buildings. So drive time too, Claire. Hello. Um, I got there and I finally got to Cora's was my last of the day. And I was talking to her teacher and she had this really cute little thing that they were working on. So the kids had to say a goal that they had for their uh, reading goal. Mm-hmm. And then they had to do a goal for math. They had to do a goal for their behavior and then a goal for something they want to achieve at home. And for, you know, reading, she wants to be a better reader, like so many words a minute. And math, she wants to get faster at doing her flashcard facts. And uh, in class, she wants to be a good friend. And at home, it's the at home goal that really got me. And I can't wait for it because her goal is to do the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) When's that going to start? I can't wait. I was like, oh my gosh. She wrote that down. She's like, yep. And here it is right here. It's on this little paper. Did you take a picture of it? Did you grab it it and run? I said, are you going to post these? She's like, no, this is for you. I'm like, thank you. This is coming home with me and it's going on the fridge. And that's every time I have to say, hey, take your dishes to the sink or hey, put that stuff in the dishwasher. Here's your goal. Okay. Okay. How'd first night go? It's all right. I mean, I still had a reminder. 
<laughs> it didn't just magically happen. It's a goal. It's a goal. Manifest it. It's going to take a lot of prodding. One of our goals, our vision boards, was to uh, take up the sport of pickleball. Mm-hmm. Would you say you are pickleball obsessed now? Addicted? <laughs> I really enjoy it. I, I think you enjoy it more than me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Will you at least pretend to enjoy it for a few hours today? That's all I I'm asking. I'm good for an hour. Okay. You got me for a solid hour. I think we have two hours of play today. I understand that. Stay focused. <laughs> I'm being real. Then I need you skip the first 30. I need you a solid hour in the middle and don't worry about the last 30. Then we're good. Deal. I will get you to two hours of pickleball, Claire, because I have chosen three songs that will hype us up. Now, remember our tagline. We We just dropped the the beat. beat. So I have found songs with beat in it. Ooh. For example, we could get all pumped up to. I was going to say beat it. Michael Jackson's beat it. And we moonwalk in. Or we moonwalk in. (gasps) This one's got a little bit of a slower build. This one is like, you've probably heard it at a stadium, but you didn't know what the song was. It's by a group called the Chemical Brothers. It's called Block Rockin' Beats. It just takes over. I feel like this needs smoke and lights. Funky. But I also know us. Yeah. And I know how we're wired. Yeah. And I know the things we enjoy. The perfect song. To get us psyched up for pickleball today. That also includes the word beat. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Hairspray! <laughs> we can shake and shimmy? Yes! You can't stop the beat! No, yeah! the ocean. yeah, is that it? Don't is- you feel it now? Woo! We're ready for pickleball! Let's pickleball, baby! Woo! You, you can't, can't stop, stop the, the beat! And there's a chord change, too. That is it. We could do a kick line to it. A a (laughs) two-person kick line. We are set for pickleball. Big news that broke yesterday. Switch odds! I was Caitlin Clark, who was on the verge of becoming the all-time NCAA scoring leader, men and women, in college basketball. Announced yesterday she's going to leave the Hawkeyes after the season entered the WNBA draft. Clark has just one more record to beat the overall NCAA scoring record of Pete Maravich. She's 17 points shy of that. Hits 18 points on Sunday versus Ohio State. She will become the all-time career scoring leader in all of college basketball. She can do that. Now, it's Ohio State, number two team in the nation right now. Iowa's dropped to number six. But she's Caitlin Clark. But she's Caitlin Clark. Uh, ticket prices. Of course, it's sold out. This is the game where ESPN showing up like at nine for a pregame thing. Fox oh, yeah. got the broadcast at noon. Ticket prices through SeatGeek. Is that the one the university uses? Yes. Opening price three thirty. Highest price I found was two thousand. Wow. Per ticket. Wow. To see history being made and potentially a huge upset, too. That's going to be electric. It's going to be packed. The weather's going to be perfect. Iowa City, a place to be coming up on Sunday. An attempted traffic stop early yesterday morning in southwest Iowa led to a high-speed chase that cut across two counties, top speeds of 120 miles per hour. A Montgomery County Sheriff's deputy attempted to pull over a vehicle near the Hacklebarney Woods County Park about 12.30 in the morning. This is why sometimes I do stories from across the state because I didn't know we had a Hacklebarney Woods County Park I in our state. I did not know Hacklebarney. But Hackle-Barney? we do in Montgomery County, Hacklebarney Woods County Park. Hacklebarney Woods County Park. Hacklebarney. Uh, driver sped off. Chase ended in Cass County. You want to know why the chase ended? The suspect ran out of gas. 
Seriously? Drivers been identified as Robert Christopher Greenwood of Council Bluffs. Greenwood now faces multiple charges. What's got us feeling all right today? Let me tell you. Uh, a lot of stuff has me feeling all right. Oh, including, yeah? Including. What about? Um, the fact that iWorkforce Development has announced deployment of the Iowa Works Mobile Workforce Center. It's a state-of-the-art vehicle. It's a camper, basically, that will bring workforce development to you. Like the the like the thing at the mall in Cedar Rapids, the iJobs office. Yeah. Uh, now they're go they're taking it on the road. So imagine major industrial plant in Newton, and they announce a company closing or a layoff. Oh gosh! State of Iowa can swing in in a couple of days, set up a command center, and all of those employees can go in. And instead of going to their local workforce office, they could go there. Get online and look for jobs. That would be so convenient. Job fairs at colleges. Just pop-up job fairs across the state of Iowa. That's cool. There's a ton of jobs available. Yes. It's just getting people to get to the center sometimes can be a little bit challenging. So let's bring the center to you. Yes. Shall we? They just unveiled that yesterday. Uh, this new mobile works, mobile command center for workforce That's development. That's such a great idea. In the state of Iowa. That's got us feeling all right. And now, a pop culture update we'd like to call Z's Sleaze. With Claire. Oprah announced she is leaving the Weight Watchers Board of Directors after being a member of the Board of Directors since 2015. I thought she was the spokeswoman. Uh, I didn't know she was on the Board of Directors. Same, same. I had no idea how, like, really into Weight Watchers she was. But she, no, she was on the Board of Directors. Uh, she has stock that's valued at $18 million. What? That's a major investor. A huge investor. Um, she made the announcement a couple months ago that she's been using weight loss drugs. She didn't say it was Ozempic, but it was probably Ozempic because that seems to be the thing right now. Um, she said that she's going to donate all that stock, all that $18 million that she had invested in Weight Watchers to the National Museum of African American History and Culture just to show that like there's no bad blood I'm not standing to gain I'm not trying to make a quick buck off of weight watchers That's fantastic. That's amazing. Um since her announcement though their stock price has dropped in value. Well, you're losing one of the most famous people in the world as a spokesperson. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like she knows something, right? Why would she be jumping The ship? writing's on the wall. Right. I don't know if it just was that, like, she didn't feel authentic about it anymore since she's really relying more on the weight loss on drug. On medication, yeah. Uh, and a lot of those companies are trying to figure out their own weight loss drug supplements, but it's just not happening fast enough, apparently. Uh, Oprah says that she also plans to continue with Weight Watchers to be an advocate for weight health and obes obesity issues. So still going to counter points or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> use that card deck. Use the cards. No, <laughs> she'll use the app. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, speaking of board of directors, the rock Dwayne, the rock Johnson uh, joined the board of directors at TKO. That's the company that owns WWE. And when they made that announcement that he's on their board of directors, now it gave him the rights to his nickname, the rock. He mm. didn't have the rights to it before. Because WWE, he was a character under them. Absolutely. Turns out he got even more than just his name back, though. They also gave him the IP and trademark rights to a whole bunch of things he used or created during his time with WWE. Nicknames, catchphrases, put downs. Kind of like his thing. If you smell what The Rock is cooking... Weird that he didn't own that. How did he but not own that? But I also get it, right? Right. You're pl you're playing a role for them, and that's your line. Mm -hmm. So they own it. 
He may have written it, right? But it's still their property. It's their property. But now he owns that. He owns the people's elbow. <laughs> I forgot that was... <laughs> that was him. Rock bottom. You can't own rock bottom. Well, That's a he, common word. He owns it as a nickname. Okay. Uh, the great one. Again. You can't own that. Know your role and shut your mouth. Is that, <laughs> Are you talking to me or is that something he said? That's something he owns. Okay. He owns that. Also, of course, Jabroni. I remember that one. Which he admits he did not invent. It was actually invented by Iron Sheik when he was still alive. And he used it in the locker room at WWE. Jabroni? Yes. And uh, The Rock picked it up and started popularizing it. Okay. But yeah, so he he owns it now. Pull out a know your role and shut your mouth on producer Ben sometime. I but would don't tell me when to. it's coming. I would be delighted. Thank you. Know your role and shut your mouth. Um, wish somebody had said that to Billy McFarland. Billy McFarland is the guy behind Fire Festival, which, as we all know now, huge failure. It's a flop. It's huge flop. There's documentaries. There are multiple documentaries about what a huge, colossal failure that festival was. Guess what? It's back, baby. Fire Festival 2. They just announced the sequel. And it's getting closer and closer to happening. Uh, it's supposedly supposed to go down this December in the Caribbean. Do I have a date? I don't. Have a location? And don't Caribbean. just say the Caribbean. The Caribbean. There's more than, there's multiple <laughs> islands in the Caribbean. There's east and west. What do you want, Eric? You want to know the exact date and time and location of where you're going to be when you buy tickets to something? You got a you lot of questions, what? guy. If you are dumb enough to buy this ticket, don't come crying to us when it doesn't happen again. Right. Seriously. This you, is on you. You had to have known what you're getting into. The pre-sale tickets made $110 million, so there's interest. I remember when you had the, he's thinking about it and just threw up a link at a website and yes. people bought. People are buying pre-sale tickets. The ticket prices started at $2,500 a piece. That was the highest level. The highest level could be like a million dollars. So we don't know what people were buying exactly, what level of ticket they were investing in. And he didn't say how many tickets he actually sold. And we still don't know who's performing. No. We don't know where. We Does this include lodging? Remember? I mean, last time it was tents on the beach. What about my food? Cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwich, anybody? I don't know exactly what's included, but I have a feeling it's not going to be good. That's what we like to call. Z's sleaze. On this ninth week of the year 2024. First day of March. Oh my goodness. We finally get to flip the calendar. It's March. Rabbit, rabbit. Elevation 840 feet above sea level. Latitude 41.8 degrees north and a longitude of 91.72 degrees west. That is where our radio signal is emanating from if you're getting this in space, space, space. This is nerd news. Find <laughs> Please. us. Tell us that you're out there. Please tell me you're listening from space. A musician broke a Guinness World Record at the soft opening of the Val Air Ballroom in West Des Moines last Sunday. Have you ever heard of the Val Air? Uh, no. It's kind of like the surf in terms of popularity and notoriety in the state of yeah. Iowa. Um, an Iowa guitarist by the name of John Locker was invited to be the first person to play on stage. They just did about a $15 million 13-month renovation to get this thing up to code. Wow. They do a lot of live concerts there. It's but an it's event center. Iconic. We need to yes. save it. Okay, so... John's on stage. It's him and his guitar. He plugs in. He strikes a chord. And the sound comes from not one, 
not five, not 10, not 20, not 40, not 60, 81 guitar amplifiers are behind him at the same time Goodness! when he strikes the chord. It's a Guinness World Record. Music from a guitar played out of 81 amplifiers, never been done before. And he did it in Des Moines. That's a lot. It's pointless. Yeah. It doesn't help do anything. (laughs) It's just he patched them all together. So one sound came from all 81. Wait, wait. And 81 was the record 80? That I don't know. He had broken a previous one before around 50. So he went for 81. Okay. Uh, That Val Air Ballroom, by the way, I always wondered, like, it's one of those names I've known. I've never looked into it. It's in the Valley Junction part of Des Moines. Yeah. It used to be open air. Thus, Val Air Ballroom. Val Air. That's where the name comes from. Wendy's is looking to test having the prices of its menu items fluctuate based on demand. Okay, I saw this. I don't know if I'm down. Dynamic pricing or surge pricing. It works right now. You do it when you buy concert tickets. You do it when you go to sporting events. Iowa Iowa State football is a higher ticket price than Iowa Rutgers because of surge in demand. Why not square hamburgers? Because there's other hamburgers. <laughs> there are. You could go somewhere else. I think that's the gamble Wendy's is taking. Yeah. But at the same time, you're there, you're hungry. I'm three deep in line. Am I going to really get out? Are they trying to bank on the fact that like oh, we got fresh, never frozen, kind of like quality? I don't know what would drive. Is the demand so high you need to regulate it based on maybe? It's been many a night I've seen a long line because I have a Wendy's by my house. Yeah. Where 10, 11 o'clock at night, you got seven, eight, nine cars in the drive-thru. Yeah. Could you speed up Claire's order if less people are driving through but paying a little bit more money? Hmm. That's the question. Uh, They're going to use an AI algorithm to dictate the prices as the day goes on. Things will fluctuate. All of the menu boards are going to be digital so it can reflect that. And they're going to work in suggestive selling, which right now is on whenever you do orders on apps. If you notice like, oh, would you also like breadsticks? Sure. Now the display board will also more fries, uh, more fries. Just make it make it an extra large. What hey, do you think? You didn't order a frosty. What are you doing with your life? Cup of chili. Yeah. Yes. So look for dramatic changes coming to a Wendy's near you with surge pricing. Will that be a great idea? Or are we looking at like this could be the way of the future? I don't know. I don't want to scoff at it right now. I'm. I'm scared of change. That's the fast food restaurants are also notorious. Like this next food item is going to revolutionize everything. And then nobody wants it. Yeah, it does it. So we'll see where it goes. That's coming up 2025 for Wendy's. The movie Dodgeball. Classic line in the movie. Shouldn't we like learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us? Or That's what this sack of wrenches is for. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Is it easier to dodge a wrench or a ball? Claire. It's easier to dodge a ball because a ball is softer. I didn't ask if it hurt more. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, is it pain? easier to dodge to to your brain? Oh, a wrench would be coming at you faster. Straighter. Straighter. A wrench is going to come at you so it's cutting through the air in a straight line. So you'll have time to go, ah, it's coming at my head. I should wait, wait, move wait. to the left or right. Scientists studied this. They did. How? Please tell me. <laughs> you know what? No one's reporting if someone took a wrench to the head. Now, how did we figure this out? They Or they just did it using a computer model, which is not as fun. I really hope. Like a dummy. A gr- no. A, a test a, dummy. A, a, a desperate college student who's been selling plasma. 
opted for a scientific study because you got paid 20. It's like when I do the driving simulators. It paid Why not? Really it well. paid well. Yeah. Right? That's kind of cool. I was in a study. You could donate bodily fluids or you could just <laughs> dodge, a wrench dodge a wrench or dodge a ball. Here is how it breaks down. Wrench is going to cut the air in a straight line because it is a f- relatively fat, flat object. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much it weighs, but its shape, it's almost like a boomerang. Cuts through. As you see it coming at you, you know where it's going to... Almost like a boomerang. It's almost like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the selling features of wrenches. <laughs> I bet wrench sales would go up if they used that term. Hey, guys, it's almost, almost like, like a boomerang. boomerang. <laughs> Whereas a ball... Ugh. Round, cylindrical, <laughs> hard to cut through the air, low mass, high surface area, moves air, air moves it. It also will always have a little spin on it, regardless if you're adding spin or not. And then you don't know which way is it going, which way is it going. It's going to curve on you. And that way it's harder to dodge. Tricky. Tricky. It doesn't hurt as much, but it but is harder to dodge a ball than it is to dodge a wrench. Proves that Patches O'Houlihan was correct. If you can dodge a wrench, not necessarily you can the dodge wrench. A ball. The wrench is easier. It should be if you could dodge a ball, but you could dodge a wrench. In his training program, <laughs> and it, you know you'd start with wrench and then work your way up. I. Why are we doubting Patches O'Hulian? I would never doubt Patches That's the question. It is good life advice. Shouldn't we like learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Come back to these exact coordinates next week. Nerds for Nerd News on Z102.9. March is here, which means the annual Sapodapa Soap Parade, one of the biggest in the U.S., Irish St. Patrick's Day parades on the streets of downtown Cedar Rapids. Yeah, the streets of Cedar Rapids are going to run green. And running through there, Z102.9, we love a parade. We love being in the parade, and uh, as we do every year with the big uh, Sapodapa Soap Parade, we want to make sure we've got the musical entry covered. The Z102.9 Marching Band. The Z102.9 Marching Band is uh, a band of music enthusiasts. Yeah, enthusiasts, volunteers. Totally volunteers. I still own my instrument from high school or college, and I remember most of the notes. We're laid back. Yes. We're fun. Yes. Very casual, but accent on the fun. Uh, And when it comes to these events like a parade on a Sunday, we think, why not the more the merrier? Exactly. We would love to expand our band. And to do that, we need you. All you have to do is shoot us an email, scramble at kzia.com. Who are you? What do you play? How can we get a hold of you? And we'll give you all the details. That's all you need to know. It's very, very simple. Uh, The parade steps off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on St. Patrick's Day. We're going to probably meet ahead of time just so we can get all of our ducks in a row. Make sure we got the song. The song. You got a couple. Did you? We we usually do like the Iowa Fight song. And then we always kick in uh, a fun song um, depending on kind of the mood of the parade that year. We've got the music. If you've got an instrument, all we need is you. We've got the streets. If you got the feet. Right? We've got the streets if you've got the feet. You've got the notes. we got the hope that you'll get a hold of us. Please scramble at KZIA.com.
Waking you up with the morning scramble on C102.9. We can do this. We can do another round yes. of the Wheel of Useless Knowledge. My goodness, I have a never-ending supply of useless knowledge. So much uh, that I have kind of categorized it. Just random, assigned a number to it, and we've got this big wheel. You spin the wheel, shout out a number to me, and I will read a random useless fact. I'm going to spin left-handed today. Because I don't want to risk hurting my elbow for pickleball. You and I are in a pickleball tournament in yes. less than two and a half hours. Thank you. That is wisdom right there. Left-handed spin number one. And you don't need your left hand if you're not left-handed in pickleball. No, I could basically tie that behind my back. I don't need it at all. Ah. But today I needed it for this. All right. We are ooh, slowing down. It's huh? going to be a low number. It's I know that. Pretty good spin be, for a left-hander. Uh, well, right in the middle. Five. Number five. Oh. Uh... So we're playing pickleball, not tennis, but it's kind of similar. It's very similar. You know, in tennis, how they always call zero love? Yeah. Okay. You know why? No. Okay. Well, it comes from the French word for egg, which means... Louvre. Louvre. I took French. I yeah. remember oh, Louvre. great. Great. Yes. So it's French for egg. So it's a zero. It's an egg. An egg. A it's zero. a Louvre. It's a Louvre. Louvre. That's why they say love. Oh. Isn't that neat? Do you want to go get eggs after pickleball? Or before. Or uh, protein. Ah. I push the digital button also with my left index finger. Thank you. I don't want to spray my right hand. I don't want anything to happen. Oh, opposite. Uh, nine. Nine. All the way up there. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. Uh, gosh, this is all French words. What do you got now? <laughs> so random. The French word for paperclip. That I don't know. It's trombone. It is not. You do know it. Yeah, but if you think about it, because trombones kind of look like paper clips. They do. Huh. Do you have an L-E or L-A? Is it female or male? It doesn't say. Is it trombone or la? It just just says trombone. Trombone? It's just trombone. Trombone. (laughs) So someone right now, as the day is winding down in those offices in Paris on the Champs-Élysées, someone needs one paper clip. Trombone. Ooh. Hand me trombone. Ooh, a trombone. Yeah, they're like, hand me a trombone. Ooh, a. Where is ooh, a trombone? Ooh. <sighs> One more time around. All right, we ended on three. Okay, good. This one is not about a French it's a French word. word. The actor who played the most interesting man in the world in those Dos Equis commercials. Yeah. Uh, was once an extra on Star Trek. He was a crew member in a red shirt, and those guys usually always Did get killed. Did he die? Killed. No. He is one of the very few who survive. It's because he's the most interesting man he's in the, the world. He's the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> and he lived to tell the when tale. When Star Trek sends me to planets, <laughs> I don't <Lynn>. die. <laughs> I'm the most interesting man in the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three again, please. A bonus. A okay. bonus wheel of useless knowledge. Ooh. Uh, remember the Oregon Trail, that game? I loved it. That's how I learned so how to great. use a computer. That's how I learned uh, history. Also how I learned the word dysentery. <laughs> I know. Uh, the Oregon Trail is actually older than Pong. It is? Yeah. That video game, Oregon Trail, 1971. Pong is 1972. Get out of here. Yeah. It was originally developed by a student teacher in Minnesota. Makes sense. As a history lesson. Why didn't you call it the Minnesota Trail? Because it was the, is to get to Oregon. Oh, good Did you point. not, 
Seriously, you need to listen more closely. I always died on the second day, and I died of dysentery. He died of dysentery. Thank you for listening to the Morning Scramble podcast. Catch Claire and Eric live weekday mornings, 6 until 10 Central Time on Z102.9. Listen on your radio, on your smart speaker, or stream at KZIA.com. Okay, have a good day.